Hello Sauce Talkers and welcome to Sauce Talk. Actually, let's take that again. Every podcast has a shorthand used to describe its fans. What shall the hardcore fans of Sauce Talk be called? Sauce Talkers is lame. What about the ranch hands? Ranch hands could be good. Or marinara masses. Or the barbecuing up another episoders. Man so many great options my central possessing unit is really firing tonight. Anyway here's a show for all you out there in the Ponzu crew. Enjoy. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again for another week here on Sauce Talk. If you're going to talk about some sauce, you're going to need a guest, and we got one. It's Paul Whitehair. Say hello, Paul. Hey, everybody. Uh, so glad to have you. you having, having a good start to your week, Paul? I'm having a good start, uh, Johnny. I actually didn't work today. Uh, the one good part about working for a bank is that like, you get bank holidays. Oh, well, the holidays, sure, yeah. So I had today off, although... I got like a million emails from people that I work with, so I don't know if like everyone just besides me just like oh, I'm still gonna go in yeah. because I'm a worker and I'm just like ah. This fucking newbie thinks he actually gets this day off. Yeah, what an idiot is. he is! I didn't even respond to anybody to like let them know. I was like looking at anything. I'm just like all right. Sure How about I'm... you? How's the week starting? Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, I had uh, I have t- I had two sick days left and I was like I gotta use these sick days for the end of the year or they disappear so I also just didn't go to work today oh beautiful yeah beautiful. so uh, we have nothing to say about how the week is going so far uh, everybody else out there who did have to go to work I hope it's, I hope it's going well for you but we're already we're way too far afield we gotta get back on topics so we're gonna jump right into it Paul White here eat anything good lately you know I really thought about this and I actually went out to dinner with friends last night, and I was going to talk about that. Uh, I had a filet. It was fine. It was good. But I went to my sister's wedding last weekend. I officiated it. Oh, nice. Uh, and it was in probably a town that only, I would guess, that John Rhodes would have ever heard of, maybe, is a little town called Toledo, Illinois. Oh, I've been to Toledo, uh, I would bet, 10 times, yeah. Yeah. So it was at the uh, American Legion in Toledo, Illinois. And my sister works for uh, what's called Martin's IGA, which I'm sure you've all heard of. <laughs> IGA, uh, you know, but she, well, she's like the head of catering there, so she had them do it. And I was shockingly surprised how good the food was. Like we did like buffet lines, mac and cheese, like uh, lightly breaded uh, chicken, bre- fried chicken breasts uh, with hollandaise sauce. Uh, rolls, you know, like, you know, like all that kind of country, mashed potatoes and all that kind of stuff. Pleasantly surprised how good it was. Actually brought a bunch home with me. Oh, nice. Uh, of leftovers because it was so good. Uh, it sounds fantastic. I do, I have to go back for one second though. I, I think my brain misfired there. You're talking, are you talking Toledo, like, uh, like Toledo, Ohio? But in Illinois. But in Illinois. You know what? I was thinking of Alito, Illinois. A L E D O. Oh, Alito. I've been. I used to have uh, track meets and baseball games in Alito, north of Galesburg. 
Okay. I know. Where is Toledo? Toledo is not far from Mattoon, Illinois. Okay, yeah. It's like in the country off of everything. Like Rebecca's parents came and I like told them, I'm like, if you guys have never been to like a rural Illinois this wedding. This may be a problem, yeah. I called them like, do not wear a suit. I'm like, I'm officiating a wedding and I'm not going to wear a suit. Yeah. The groom and groomsmen were in like jeans, cowboy boots, button up shirts, cowboy hats. And I don't know if you've ever seen me or seen a picture of me, but that is a look that I absolutely <laughs> so I, I'm like calling my sister. I'm like, what do you want me to wear? And so I ended up wearing a blazer and jeans and it was totally fine. It sounds like, like a good look. Yeah. I still looked like I was auditing the American. <laughs> I was the fanciest dressed person there by, and not by, I don't know, tens of thousands of multiplications. So <laughs> It, it sounds like a fantastic meal. I'm, I'm glad you got to enjoy that. Especially, tell me about, you said there, there's some good mac and cheese in here? Yeah. What kind of mac and cheese was it? It was like your, kind of your standard elbow, you know, cheddar mac and cheese. Just like your run-of-the-mill American, but very creamy. Oh, nice. Like just a great consistency on the cheese. It was, it's wonderful, and it was wonderful heated up. Uh, for like several days until I like I was eating on it forever, and then I like Googled. I'm like, how long does mac and cheese last <laughs> in the fridge? And it's like three to four days, idiot. And I'm like, I should probably throw this away. Yeah, you know all those things that make it good. That's why you can't keep eating this a week later. Those exactly. are going to come back around to get you. Um, I did. Uh, one last story about that. So I was joking around with my brother-in-law. I'm like, about the American Le- like we're going to the American Legion for a wedding. Well, I go, I guarantee you. There is a gun raffle. So, like, if you want to win a gun, bring money as just kind of like a joke aside. And then when we get there, sure enough, on the wall, gun raffle or a gun safe raffle. So (laughs) you can take someone else's gun and put it in there. Then that's like a negative gun raffle. Yeah. So gun gun raffle, gun safe raffle. Uh, We got a picture of my sister, you know, playing pool. At the uh, and at the casino machines because every bar in Illinois now has, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, casino machines or uh, slots, whatever it is. It, it sounds like a heck of a time. Did you did you do anything notable or like particularly good or bad when you were officiating the ceremony? Well, my uh, I really so badly wanted to make a um, Trump joke because this is Toledo, Illinois, so like um, lot big big time Trump country. And I didn't because I didn't want to ruin my sister's wedding. Because you uh, knew the, the the gun thing was coming up, and they'd be all ready for you. Exactly. Um, I got to so, win this gun bad so I can kill someone. <laughs> so I didn't do that. But my dad put a lot of pre- – he's, like, sending me texts beforehand, like, day, you know, days and weeks beforehand. He's like, you're going to make sure it's a little funny, right? Like, And I'm like, that's a lot of pressure to put on. <laughs> I don't want to be fucking bored. Get this like, yeah, Exactly. Um, but no, I didn't do anything too crazy. Like told a couple jokes at my dad's expense mostly. Nice. Um, and that's about it. But no, it was, it was ended up being a very nice, very nice night. Very fun. We actually went to, and I wish I had the picture, uh, to Montrose, Illinois after with Rebecca, um, Matt Pino, who was my best man and his wife, this place called Dozer's Pub in Montrose, Illinois. And they had a, a poster, a painting, I assume, uh, that was a uh, a woman from like kind of maybe mouth down torso breasts, but they had uh, beer taps on them, 
right? Like on the on the where the nipples be a red and a blue one. Um, and so you thought it was going to say like Budweiser and Bud Light, which we did for the longest time. But upon further inspection, some clever son of a bitch said it said Boobweiser and Boob Light, and we tried to get the bartender to sell it to us. Um, for like, and I think Matt, I think he was kind of in jest, but he, he's like, why we'll give you $300 for this, this picture right here, uh, as to get it as a gag gift for somebody else. It was, uh, but they wouldn't, she, we're like, she's like, do you want me to text the owner? And we're like, we absolutely want you to text the owner, but to, to no avail. It's a, a, a legacy item like that may be literally irreplaceable. I write like they may like may if they like they can sell that to you for a thousand dollars and that's great but they can't take that thousand dollars and get another one. It's 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 over. So they just they recognize what they have there. It sounds like uh, they also at Dozers they had a DJ there shockingly and he had koozies uh, that had a you know like some thing on the bottom of them but it was like you know Elliot Geckner uh, worldwide ser- DJ services or something like that and I really wanted to go up to him and ask him like. Hey, I'm getting married in Santorini <laughs> September, and I really like the vibes you're spinning out. Would you? Would it be possible for you to come DJ our wedding? But um, I didn't because I didn't want to get wrapped into a conversation with him. Anybody claim worldwide? I bet if you say I'm getting married in Chicago, it's a no. Like, yeah. That's a little far for me. Actually, in Champagne, like I'm getting married in Champagne. Yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> Is it going to be in this building? Because otherwise, I really am not a comment. I don't have like stuff I can move. I really just I've, use their stuff here, but I've got a residency DJ <laughs> in Montrose. I got one of those unpaid residencies. It's going uh, great. I got, I got a quick question. I I can see uh, that you're drinking, and I want to know what it looked like wine, and I just wanted to know what it was. It's not wine. Oh, okay. I, uh, this is actually a sad story. There's a distillery uh, nearby my house that I like quite a bit. And I buy stuff from there pretty frequently. And they also have like a nice cocktail room and they make really nice cocktails. And then here this year, they've been venturing out into the, you know, uh, burgeoning uh, bottled cocktail sort of thing. And so over the summer, they had one that was called a a bootlegger. And then that was like sort of just sort of like a citrusy vodka. And then they recommended you just add some sort of like carbonated water to it, like a LaCroix. Or any such thing, and they, you can experience. They had like, oh, fun recipes, and you can mix, mix and match. It was very good. And then this fall, they've taken the next step, and they've uh, this place is called Tattersall, and so now Tattersall has a bottled old fashioned. And okay. I thought, oh, this is very exciting. I'm going to get this because I and I've had their rye whiskey, and I, I they, it's only come. They've only started having it in the last like six or nine months here, but it's, I like it. It's fine. Not amazing, but it's pretty good. And then lots of other stuff in it. It's going to be very tasty. And I bought a bottle of it, and it fucking sucks. It oh, no. It's just straight trash. And so I am literally drinking it with Diet Coke right now because I'm like, I got this fucking bottle of booze. And I'm uh, sure like cocktails and bottles aren't cheap. So no, like, it was not cheap. Yeah, and it's, it's like a very it. local, small thing. So it was. I'm certainly not going to pour it down the drain. Right. It's also like, I'm just going to fucking treat this like it's – Evan Williams or some fucking garbage I found on the street and I'll, I'll put it away, but it's, it's not what I hoped it to be. It was a very disappointing experience, but, uh, if you ever do see any Tattersall around, I, I actually saw some when I was in, uh, New Orleans this year and it was a very proud moment to see that 
Tattersall is reaching so far and wide, and hopefully mostly with their actual good drinks and not this very bad one they've made. Garbage juice that you're drinking right yeah, now? Yeah, it's terrible. Um, but uh, speaking of things that are terrible, this is – I have a food topic. Love I think has an enormous range. I hope, I hope you're here with me. Okay. Because uh, like make, some people might just be turned off, but I, I felt like this was a thing – I'd had kind of in my back pocket as a topic I wanted to talk about, and I thought about bringing it. Honestly, I thought about bringing this out for Alex, and I was like, I don't know, might not be a good topic with Alex. I thought about bringing it out for Matt, and I thought, well, it might not be a good topic for Matt. And then I was like, wait, Paul Whitehair is from Downstate Illinois, and I bet if I tell him I want to talk about potato salad, he'll be excited. Oh my gosh, let's talk about it! Hell yeah. Okay. And also, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just a quick side topic. Uh, fuck all the previous guests on this show. But main solid topic is potato salad. Really good. Let's hear just some general, like, what do you like in a potato salad? I like um, generally like mustard-based potato salad. 100% agree. Uh, and I don't think there's any other way around or any other, like, different concoction or different base that is any good. Um, I think it's, it's gotta be mustard hundred percent all the way. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of my general thoughts about potato salads. What about you? Uh, I am the same. I, uh, have had, so like, there's just like, to me, I'm with you. Uh, mustard potato salad is the standard and I don't really have any interest. I think that that's, I think the other potato salad should have to differentiate themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, like, if you're like a regular potato salad is the mustard one. So, if you don't have it, you should have to call yourself like mayo potato salad or whatever. Absolutely. Because you suck. Uh, yeah. There's also like you get the German potato salad sometimes where it's like hot and it's got like bacon in it. That never especially has worked for me. I'm, I'm it, sure it's doable, but it's never it been my preference. Interesting, right? You're like at the store and you've got the you've got maybe the regular potato salad tried and true. Mm-hmm. You know, you bring that home to Gina. You're gonna, it's gonna be a hit, right? But then you get, you get fucking fancy and you go to that German style that has maybe the little bit of spice in it. It's got some, a little different kind of ingredients. You bring it home thinking that you like knocked it out of the park and then it's not as good as just if you would have got the regular potato salad. And then you could spice it up yourself. You know, like, why get the, why get the German? Um, but I've, I've fallen into that myself and I always try to get something fancier and then it almost never works out. I, I used to do that. Now I am just, now I, I think of myself as like a mustard potato salad connoisseur. And when I am in a region, especially like if I'm in a place I haven't been and I go to the grocery store, I want to see what kinds of mustard potato, potato salad they got because they're all coming from these weird places. And I know there's probably like, six giant factories that are making this stuff to sell to grocery stores. But I want to see what they got. I want to see at the deli counter if they got something good. Um, when I was a, when I was a child, uh, in Western Illinois, we had what was known as Danner's potato salad. Okay. And I think it was, I don't even know. I, I think it was like probably based out of Peoria or something, but like all the local grocery stores, but like usually it's just the smaller ones would all sell Danner's potato salad. And to me, that is the gold standard. And they went out of business in like 2003. And so like the rest of my life, depending on how you want to frame it, it could be seen as like a quest to find something equivalent to that again, that I have failed at every stage. It's like you, your life is split up into 
pre and like <laughs> Danners and then like post Danners uh, potato salad. One hundred percent, yes. And and then that's also that's the metric. That's the bar I use to measure potato salad is how similar is it to Danners. One thing now, this is the thing if we're really getting into the nitty gritty here, but I like a, a potato salad. This is good usage of uh, language here. We're talking about getting into the nitty gritty. I like that potato salad to have a little bit of grit to it. Oh yeah. I don't know what puts it in there. It almost feels like there's like cornstarch or something in the potato salad. I, I don't know. Like, I think that's what it's got to be, or some like other thickening agent. Yeah, like. there's something like that. But I, yeah. I, and the Danners hit that really hard. And so, but like to me, that's the, f- the first thing is if it's too smooth. When I get it, I don't even need to take a bite. Like I, I, I have to get the package and I open it up and I put my fork in. I can see just based on how the fork goes in. I'm like, this is too smooth. This is already yeah. like this is maxing out at a seven at best. Yeah. Uh, kind of on that same topic, and I'm interested to talk about this with you because I don't know if this is a regional thing uh, on the salad topic, but like different, you know, not leafy green salads. All right, so we've got chicken salad, right? Yep. Everybody loves chicken salad. It's great. Did you grow up eating ham salad? 100%. I knew that's where you were going. Yes. Uh, we, my dad uh, purchased a very small meat grinder. And we would, after like Thanksgiving or Christmas, if you made a ham, you'd take that ham, get the grinder out, add, and then throw like pickles and uh, hard-boiled eggs and stuff, run that all through the grinder. And then especially at Christmas, you get a good smoked ham because you can oh, never yeah. justify the expense otherwise. Right. <clears throat> but when you get that good smoked ham, I'm like, how much? Like, don't even, nobody fucking eat this shit on Christmas. This all <laughs> needs to go in the ham salad. That's what I act. That's the better meal. That, that sandwich I have, which is just a little bit of mayo and ham salad on wheat bread. That sandwich is better than Christmas dinner. Oh, it's the best. And, and I brought it up. I feel like I brought it up before to some people in the group. Um, it seems like something Bill would have a real problem with. Um, uh, but it's amazing. And like, I always get from Martin's IGA, the same, the same place I was talking about earlier. I will always get that silver dollar buns and could just, if I were, uh, like a single divorced father, that's all I would have. Yeah. The kids would come over and I'd have just a vat of ham salad and silver dollar buns. I wouldn't have to move. I could just tell them like, don't get the ice cream scoop out and serve them. hundred percent perfect and totally fine. What a beautiful life that would be. So I guess we could expand out. Um, in the non-conventional, the non-leafy green salads, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine, okay-ish with tuna salad, but I'm never like seeking it out. Are you, where do you... I, I, I follow. I will never. I will almost never order it myself. Um, but if like I want to, like if I was over at your place or something, you're like, I've got some tuna salad, and so like I would be totally finding it. I think it's totally fine. Um, but I don't like the same way. I don't actively seek it out or almost never order it myself. How do you feel about egg salad? I'm okay with egg salad. I'm, I, I kind of feel the same way as um, I do with tuna salad. Um, I don't eat it that much. I didn't really grow up eating it. Uh, I don't think my parents like it. Um, so we never generally had it around the house. So it's not something that I really was like indoctrinated with like some other people are. Yeah, my mom hated eggs. And so anything, especially when I was little, she was the one who was always cooking. And so like if it was egg centric, we usually just didn't have it. 
Okay. And so, like, I just, for me, it, egg salad is a little light. It, it's almost, like, too fluffy. And that, but if you think about it, what yeah. is egg salad except ham salad, chicken salad, tuna salad, and then you take out the big heavy thing. And so, no shit, sure. it doesn't come out right. And it's like, I feel like if I'm having an egg salad sandwich, I need, like, an inch and a half thick of egg on there to actually make it feel like I'm eating a sandwich rather than, like, some bread and maybe there's a smear on it. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of shocked that I'm not really into it because I eat so many. Me and Rebecca eat like we're very egg people. We I like have eggs a lot of the week, like during the week and everything like that. This is really we're really hitting this topic home for for you and our other like vegetarian or vegan <laughs> people. You know what? Good ground up meat and mayonnaise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I I don't personally eat a lot of ham salad these days, but. That would be honestly something I would find tempting, which there's not that much, but right. like a good ham salad, like I fucking know how hard that will hit if I should have it. Yeah. Are there any other salads? I mean, pasta salad, I think. Pasta salad, yeah. Universally loved. Um, and I think there's a lot of different ways to do it, which keeps it interesting. You know, that you could do like a pesto base um, or you could do just like a, your regular like olive oil and some other spices and stuff like that. So I think that's a pretty versatile salad if you're bringing something to like a barbecue you know this is an interesting because remember when we were talking about pies you guys were talking about pies Mm -hmm. the conversation about if you're going to a barbecue let's keep it july 4th to keep consistent if you are and somebody goes johnny bring a a salad of some sort but now you know it's understood that it's not a leafy that kind of salad Mm -hmm. what are you bringing what is do you think is the most versatile or like crowd pleasing I would bring mustard potato salad, but because yeah. I, I, in part, I think that that like reflect. I think anything else is me lying about. Right. Like I am not telling. I'm trying to tell you a truth about yourself rather than a truth about me. Right. I bring you something else, and people know about themselves already, so they don't need to hear the truth about them. Uh, I'd bring mustard potato salad. I do think pasta salad is probably the second choice. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, you were talking. What would you choose there? I would probably. Br- I, I would probably bring pasta salad just because I'm a coward and I know that like that is probably the safest bet of like most of the most people would eat pasta salad. So I've, I'm like I've got this deep hole in my soul and general insecurities about like I want even in things that I bring to uh, barbecues. I'm always I've got like anxiety like I want everybody to love it like I don't want to make anything that people skip over. I want to really like please people. So I think that says more about like you're, it's like the reverse of you. Like it says more about me by bringing pasta salad than it does about anybody else. I, yeah, I think, I think I'm the same. I I think we are kind of like two sides of the same coin in that I would want, I would bring the mushroom potato salad and then get upset. If anybody I saw, I saw someone, they didn't have it on their plate. (laughs) I'd be like, that's a rejection of me. And if I brought the, I, I could have brought your fucking pasta salad. And I know you wouldn't like that, but obviously I could just take, grab the low hanging fruit and get popular based on doing what I know you would like. I want you to actually like what's actually good about me. And that is mainly mustard potato salad. Yeah. And then, well, cause then also, if you bring pasta salad and eat it and people like it, people are going to be like, yeah, pasta salad's really good. Everybody, you know, like everybody loves pasta salad. But if you bring a good potato salad, people aren't going to seek out this guy that brought the pasta salad, but they'll seek out and they're like, that was a really good, interesting potato salad. Can you send me the recipe or like tell me where you got it? So I think that there's something to be said about that, about people like that. out 
and bringing and giving you a congratulations mm-hmm. on the day. I, it's a higher ceiling. Yeah, but, oh, but I, also much. I mean, it's also possible that like that sits there at the end of the barbecue. They're like, "You want to take that back with you, Johnny?" Right. And, and like literally, they, like I opened it and took a, a sludge out, and then otherwise nobody touched it. That's very much on the table, which is never going to happen with your pasta salad. The, wor- the worst feeling is when you have like a bunch of shit left over when you bring it. Like, Do you want to put this in a Tupperware or something like that so you can bring it back? And you're like, oh, God. I'm sorry, <laughs> I apologize. I'm a shit. I get it. I won't come back next year. Don't worry. Um, let's talk a little bit more about pasta salad. I love it. What are your so? I, I'll just. I'm not going to try to quiz you about it. I'll just jump straight to the the main point here. Gina loves pasta salad. Makes it somewhat frequently, but she thinks that it's just not pasta salad if it doesn't have black olives in it. Are you, is that is that to you? Is that just like a staple that you want in your pasta salad? You know, um, I accept it. In my I don't like black olives, so I would say no. It's not in my pasta salad, but I generally do see it in pasta salads. Um, at least the pasta salads that I've bought. I don't make a ton of pasta salad myself. I'm very lazy. <laughs> so if I can, so if I, I, do, I like I like making stuff, but like. Generally, what's going to happen is like you invite me over at seven p.m. for seven p.m. and then it's going to be like five forty-five, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I was supposed to bring it," <laughs> and I'll go somewhere and spend like too much money buying it when I could have made it for four dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see it as a necessity. But that's only because I don't really like them. What yeah. are your? Th- well, I, I like. I don't consider myself a hugely like picky eater, and I will try and like most things. But like black olives are one of the very, very few things that I just are. It's a total deal breaker for me if they're okay. in it at all. And I'm not like I don't I don't complain. I just like I, I'm not going to eat it if it has yeah. black olives. And that's probably a sign of my lack of sophistication. I think people who are classier than I do like black olives more than I do. But I just it's it's not for me. I'm not. The I one. 100% agree. I wish that I liked them. Sure. Um, because it does make you look cooler and smarter, um, but I just don't. I remember I lived out in California for a minute with uh, friends of the podcast, Paul Avanzino and Leila Sokolov, and they'd be like a Friday night, and they'd be like hanging out in the kitchen making dinner, and like there would not be black olives in the meal they were making, but they'd be like, some black olives would be good, and they'd like open a can of black olives and grab a couple spoons and just like eat spoonfuls of black olives. Oh no! And I, I, I like deeply respected it. Yeah. But it was also like if they had been like eating like spoonfuls of like my brain or something, it would have been about this. Like I don't know how anyone can be doing this. This is absurd. I'm watching <laughs> you guys eat poison. They, they fucking loved it. It's, and it's good for them. I'm sure I was eating like. Uh, Cheetos at the time, so I, I, of the two, it, it's certainly preferable. But yeah, I it just it's I, it can snuff for me. There are many things that I could eat and like snack on like that that are not terrible for you, and I just always choose the like absolute garbage that's out. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I think this is probably we can. You can I will apologize. I don't know if you're familiar. There is a new ongoing segment on the podcast. Now, you might say, how ongoing is this segment? How many times has this actually happened? That's that's for the listener to determine. But I am going to start doing this every week. In addition to, so for future guests, if you're out there, you can you can hear this and know this is your warning now, but you didn't get this warning. But we do eat anything good lately at the top of every episode. 
That's a popular segment. And now, in the middle of every episode, we're going to start having a section in which I ask, Paul, what sauce are you bringing to the table this week? And I'd basically just like to talk about a sauce that you like, anything at all. Sure. There is a sauce, uh, and I can't, I wish I could explain what it was. So this might be the worst fucking segment you've Boy, ever had. It seems like a bad start. There's a sauce. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it is. I like uh, it, though. Do you like it? I love it. There <laughs> is a sauce. There's a place in, and we actually, I think we might have gotten it last time you guys were here. Did we go, for the draft, did we go to a place called Crisp? It was the, like, chicken the, strip. Yeah, yeah, we, we sure did. That. There is a sauce that they always fucking forget um, to put on, like, the bulgogi bowls that is called um, atomic sauce. Um, and I assume that it's, like, some sort of aioli um, with, like, a little spice level. But that is the sauce um, that has just been on my mind. I've been, like, wanting to order crisp lately, but I'm, like, trying not to be as fat and worthless, um, and it's going poorly. Um, but so I haven't had it in a while. Um but I don't know exactly what's in it. I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call Crisp, and I'm going to see if they'll tell me uh, what's in it, and I will report back. Uh, I will send a, send you a letter. You could course. just grab your phone and call them live on speakerphone right now. Okay. One second. Yep, no worries. I'll I'll I'm. What's that? You want to talk about one of your favorite sauces? Well, uh, actually, I just wanted to say that I'm pretty sure that like this really did come up when we ordered this at the draft. I even I kind of remember you saying like we gotta put a thing in there. Like I want these fucking sauces, and if you don't bring the sauces, I don't bring anything. Just forget the whole thing because that was the whole the whole concept. I think I'm gonna preface. I'm gonna try. I'm trying to find their number. Uh, preface it with uh, that I'm just making sure that I'm not allergic to it. That's smart. You need, or should I just yeah. blind ask them what's in it? Uh, hi, I just had a quick question. Uh, I'm allergic to some things, and I was just wondering if you could tell me what's in the atomic sauce. Um, I really don't even know because it's a like a recipe that I don't get the, the ingredients to. But hold on, I'll be able to give you someone who can help you. Hold on. Thanks so much. I'm excited to hear her fake voice when she comes back. Oh, yeah, I'm the manager. I guarantee you they're going to ask me what I'm allergic to, and I'm just going to have to... Like basically everything. What do you got? They must have had to call. Hi. Hello? Hi. Hi, do you have an allergy? Uh, yeah, I have a, just a couple allergies. Um, so I... Base, it's ranch and it's chili base. The other ingredients we can't give out since they're house sauce. Oh, okay, great. I, th I think I should be. I'm allergic to pine nuts and mayo. Okay, so yeah, you probably not should get atomic sauce though. Okay. I highly recommend it. There's, there's definitely eggs in there. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, oh man. Much condolences for your mayo allergy. <laughs> that must be. <laughs> I should <laughs> What was it like when you went to the doctor and he smeared all that mayo on your arm to find out if you were allergic to it? You're not allergic to eggs. You are allergic to something else in mayonnaise and we can't. 
I also, I really, for, I want to, I want to call out at the beginning. I'm allergic to some things. Was very good. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm allergic to some things. Yeah, I probably the guy's probably like. Uh, I said I was allergic to pine nuts, which in no way would this be. Um, I think that sour cream, uh, chili paste, and then other stuff he can't give out. Like it's yeah. some sort of fucking. I think he said ranch, didn't he? Or ranch, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, first off, some ranch and chili, that, that's why this sauce is fucking great. Right. Uh, I also, as you say, I love the concept of, I, I better call this place. I'm allergic to pine nuts. No fucking way pine nuts here. I'm also allergic to mayo. 1,000% chance I can't just order weird sauces from places I find online. I wish I would have called from a different number because I know when I call, they always been like, is this Paul? So they're definitely going to write a big, like, don't ever do <laughs> Uh, yeah, if we take this guy our favorite sauce, he'll die. So even if he orders it, don't send it to him. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what you got coming. Because you told him you're allergic to mayo. Oh, no. Son of a bitch. You should just call back and say, hey, this is Paul. I'm not allergic to mayo and hang I'm on. Doing really, I'm doing a famous podcast, and we did more <laughs> Frank Yankers style. <laughs> well, that's the sauce that I've been into lately. <laughs> that's the sauce you're going to use to end your life. And uh, it'll be very effective, <clears throat> given your terrible allergies. But yeah, I, I believe that uh, if I remember correctly, I think I had some of this sauce. Yeah, and it's good. And right? it's very good. Yeah. And now that I hear it is a ranch and chili based sauce, like you said, it's, it's no surprise. Those are that's of course that's going to be fucking good. You forget it seventy five percent of the time. But then, like, you call them and you're like, you forgot it, and then they're like, you want us to have our poor delivery guy ride his bike in minus fifty degrees? We're not going to pay him. Well, I guess not. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting over here. I'm allergic to mayo. I can barely live. But I guess, yeah, I feel bad for the bike guy, so whatever. But then they don't offer any kind of, like, you know, like generally, like, yeah, we'll knock $5 off here next order. They're just like, you don't want us to bring you any? And you're like, I guess not. And they're like, all right, bye. Yeah, that's both. You ought to get the, the some, some some favoritism there. Right. got to get some money back, some for the effort. Um, I think that uh, we'll see how this goes. I think that the sauce segment is going to be like the eat anything good segment and that I generally won't deliver a sauce because I, I had a sauce in mind, actually. Uh, but then I was like, I'm going to burn through fucking sauces so fast if I give one out every week. So I think this is going to be a guest centric thing. So I'm not no sauce coming on my end this time. John, so could, uh, I'm very curious. Could, so could you just mouth it to me without it coming over the mic? It's. No, based on what it is, I probably cannot successfully do that. All right. No. Yeah. Um, we do have uh, now. Let's see. What are we're thirty? Oh, we're doing great. I I feel like, boy, does a podcast that is recorded by me not need to be over an hour long? And so we're at thirty-five minutes roughly, and uh, we're now to our big major segment of the week. Paul. Mm-hmm. When you're ready to leave the house, okay, what do you have in your pockets? When I'm leaving the house for work or in the weekends? I, we're going to get into all of it, but let's start with it's it's Tuesday morning. You're going to work. What do you got on you? Okay, I've got uh, my keys. Obviously, I've got uh, my wallet with I don't know fifteen hundred dollars fives and tens in it because I never know what's going to happen. Fives um, and tens, so that's about seven inches thick. 
Exactly. Okay. Um, I've got my we've got like a chase badge to be able to get into the like scan into the building, uh, and my phone. And I'm trying to think. Oh, and then I've got uh, my AirPods case. I'm trying to think okay. if I have something standing up to look up. Um, but I think that's basically. And then like random papers in my jeans because you know like I only wash my jeans every like month or something like that. So I'll have some random receipt from three weeks ago. But uh, that's not an exciting answer because I don't really carry a whole lot. I, I think I'm right there with you. I mean, I one of the, I was thinking about this, and obviously there's the ubiquitous keys wallet phone. Everybody knows keys wallet phone. No matter what you're doing, it's inconceivable that you need to leave your house. Like, like I guess Gina is like goes for runs and stuff, and so sometimes she'll be going light because she doesn't want to carry stuff. But in general, if you're leaving the house, you should have keys wallet phone. And then I also have a badge to get in the building at work. The only other thing I could think of that is like a mandatory thing that like if I get to the car and I don't have it, I need to go back inside, is uh, ChapStick. Are you a ChapStick person? No, um, because someone told me a while ago, and it probably doesn't have any kind of merit, um, John Stifler, who I was college roommates with, he's like, only reason you need ChapStick is because you use ChapStick, and then your lips start wanting that ChapStick. So I haven't really used ChapStick since college. Uh, I mean, like, I'm sure every once in a while I've, like, put it on if mm-hmm. repeated or something like that, but I generally don't use it. Uh, and my lips generally don't get crazy, crazy chapped. I, like, people say that, that that's what causes it, but I always just kind of thought that, you know, that's not really the case. And then in this past, I guess it was the beginning of last week, I, uh, as is a common occurrence, ran my chapstick left it in the, like I, I was doing my monthly wash of my jeans yeah and i left the chapstick in the pocket which means that all my clothes get like a nice thin layer of chapstick all over them and then you get the tube back out and it's just empty because fucking bullshit <clears throat> and so then i was just out and i didn't have any for like a day and a half and that was how i found out that it is true that my lips have been permanently ruined by not having chat by using chapstick constantly and that, like, it was painful within, like, four hours, let's say. And then I was like, that's okay. I should just break this chapstick thing anyway. I'm not going to get any more. And then the next morning, so I had, like, one day we were just hurt all day. The next morning, now, I'll add, it was, like, pretty cold. Okay. Like, windy and stuff. And so I know that's, like, when you're supposed to need chapstick the most. But my lips were, like peeling enormously like if i didn't like go in the mirror and like take the stuff off my lips it would be like i couldn't like go to work and talk to someone because it would be like visible that like something was wrong with my mouth and so like i literally got on my phone and ordered 15 tubes of chapstick on amazon (laughs) because i was like i could just never do this again do you just like keep some at work I do now. I, before I was, I just trusted myself, and now I'm like, I am all like, if I got stranded on a desert island, I assume my lips would fall off within like two days. Like what? I am always 48 hours away from lack of chapstick related death. I don't want to get too far into your personal finances, but what do what does uh, 15 things of chapstick cost go for on the market today? Less than fifteen dollars. It's not like an enormous expenditure, and also, I'll be good for a very long time with that. Do you go your typical, like the black tube, just your standard chapstick, or do you mix it up with, and do you go chapstick brand? I am chapstick brand. I used to be really averse to the 
uh, like Burt's Bees and that sort of stuff. But now I've come to recognize that's fine. Yeah. It's more expensive. It's not my preference. But I I like the uh, blue chapstick. It's not like the light blue that's got like the physician symbol on it. That yeah. one's like super medicated. That one's too far. Yeah. But like this, the blue one that's just like extra moisturizing. That's that's my that's what I bought fifteen of. Well, and, you. You use chapstick. I mean, obviously, you're going to use it now, right? Because it's cold, it's dry out. But we'll say it's June, and it's 80. every day of the year. I need to use chapstick. Every day of the year, interesting. Even like, when it's super humid outside, and yeah, I'll use less. But like, honestly, right now, if I had it on the table in front of me, I could use a little bit right now. Okay. And I left the house for an hour today. Your lips look great from here. Well, it's because I got the chapstick. If you'd seen him a week ago, you'd be, I looked like fucking Leatherface, but only in the mouth. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for me, I am Keys Wallet Phone chapstick. I have the same thing, uh, the ID badge. The ID, like you talk about during the week and weekend. It is the, uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, I was very embarrassed that I went to brunch on Sunday and I was sitting there and I realized I had just, like my reptile brain had put my ID badge in my front pocket to go to brunch because I generally was like, Oh, don't leave the house without this. Even though I'd much rather that be me than I, I forget mine sometimes. And it's just a pain. I don't know if you guys have to do Then you have to like, we have to have like somebody basically call. They have to call somebody to like vouch for us. And then we get like a guest pass and then we can't get. So the legal floor you have to, so you have to scan in downstairs. And then when you get up to the legal floor, you have to scan in again. So you can get in, you can get like a guest pass to go through the lobby, but then I have to call somebody to get me onto the legal floor if I forget it. Yeah. Gina works at a big law firm in downtown Minneapolis and it's more like that. My yeah. place is just, you scan to get in the building. And so yeah. if I don't have it, I have to go to the security desk and be like, I am an idiot and forgot my badge. And they say, what's your number? And I give them my employee number, and they type it in, and then a picture of me comes up on the computer, and they're like, okay, that's you, and then they give me a guest badge, and then I just give it back at the end of the day. Okay. But I will say that you could, like, this. There's, ent- there's more than one entrances, and the security station's only at the main entrance. And yeah. so if I sh- well, I've done it before where, like, especially when I had my previous job and I worked weird hours sometimes, I'd have to park on the other side of the building, and if you forget your badge there... There's nobody to let you in. It's just the scan thing. So you have to walk all the way around this enormous building, and it was just a nightmare. I've got, I've got a question for you on this conversation, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, what items will you – so basically how far will you get to work before you cut so – say you forgot your phone. Will you come back all the way from work to get your phone? Same thing. Same question with your wallet. Obviously, like you need, you know, like you're gonna need your keys anyway, or something. Right. Yeah. It, I, I I drive to work, so I'm not gonna make it to work without my keys. Right. Okay. Um. And honestly, the idea that I would get to work without noticing I don't have my phone is inconceivable. If it happened, I would probably want to come back and get it. Okay. Uh, wallet. I could like. I would be sad that like. I hopefully like. I usually pack a lunch. Yeah. So hopefully, I packed a lunch that day. And then, like, I most days I don't need to buy anything. Okay. I hope I don't get pulled over. I just don't have anything. But I usually don't get pulled over most days. Um. So yeah, I but I think the phone is enough that it would. Like I, like just as I just recognize that I am uh, addicted to chapstick 
like physically addicted to Japstick in a way that I can't control. Yeah, it's the same with the phone. The idea that I'm going to go to work all day and not have it and just sit there and fucking. Well, I guess I'll just keep working, and then I guess I'll just keep. And nothing breaks it up. I don't any, think like, I can do it. Breaks just to check Twitter or something like that. Yeah, I can't. I, it, it sounds terrible. I mean, on the plus side, I could if that happened. I'd probably like sit down at my desk and do all my work for the entire day in three hours. Right. Yeah. Like, I could just go home now. Nobody will even notice if I do because you like, got oh, above average day for Johnny today. Good job. What about you? Were you are you cool without stuff, or would you just no? To- I would probably oh, oh, kind of the same way. Like I would know because I listen to podcasts or something on the way. So like I would know that I don't have my phone uh, and wallet. I take the train so i would have to come back and get my cta yeah you're not gonna let you on the train but i would be more likely if i didn't notice i think to come back from my phone over my wallet because like wallet if i didn't even break my food i'll just like ask my coworker to buy me lunch or something (laughs) like something like that or you know just go without um so let's imagine that you go to work tomorrow and you forget your wallet and you you didn't bring a lunch you need to buy lunch mm-hmm. how and how many co-workers do you have that you could go to and say hey man i'm your buddy will you hook me up and buy me lunch today uh probably four or five how long have you worked at your current job like six months i would say this is the most fundamental difference between us I have zero to one. I probably have one, but that one—that's honestly you... might say no. Well, I have—I <laughs> also have an office mate, and we like started. You know, she started three months after me, uh-huh. so like we're we've been around about the same amount of time. I've also two of the people I knew beforehand that I used to work with over at the firm. Uh-huh. Like I've known them. I knew them. Okay. Before, yeah. So that's kind of cheating. So, like, without them, it would be two, maybe. One, definitely two, without the other people that I already knew. I think I think we've really dug in here. And th- this is our distinction, is that you want to please people so much that you'd bring them food you don't like, but it works. Whereas I would intentionally bring people food I didn't think they would like in an effort to force them to go out of their way to show me that they liked it. And it doesn't work. But it's got a higher ceiling. But if it does work, boy, does it fucking work. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're like, if you bring a really good potato salad, that's like kind of a barbecue MVP kind of status level there. It seems like the way to fix this, I should get a really good potato salad take it to work and give it to people and then they'll be my friends i can just line everything up can you imagine uh sitting in the morning and you email out everybody on your floor and you're like i bought a big tub of potato salad it's in the kitchen if you guys want to go have a spatula of it it would be and then at the end it'd be like sincerely john and then underneath that in parentheses it would say the guy who always wears headphones and doesn't talk to anyone I would love if you if you started doing that <laughs> once a week, just emailing it because you know like people bring out like oh it's John's birthday so I brought cupcakes like there are mm-hmm. cupcakes or whatever on, on the floor like I'm I brought you I brought a gallon an old Prairie Farms gallon ice cream jug <laughs> of potato salad 
feel free to help yourself. <laughs> and I'm also just going to sit it out unrefrigerated all day. And it, it's that gallon prairie farm jug, which you get over there, and it just says, like, vanilla, and it's obviously an ice cream jug from, like, 1995. Like, how does this guy even have this? It's been used a ton, and it's obviously <laughs> been used with something that had, like, red sauce. So there's, like, the, like, faint crust around it that you couldn't get washed off. And there's, like, a line on the bottom. Like, did this guy use this as, like, when he was changing his oil at some point? <laughs> there's so much dark crud in the bottom. I and mean, the, these jugs yeah, the are effective, but... And... Yeah, I, I think I think I will do that. I'll report back on uh, my search for a new job after I get directly <laughs> fired for bringing people poisoned potato salad and demanding they eat it in threatening emails. Um, we got a little more time. Let's do one more. This is kind of a side topic there. Uh, besides the $1,500 in fives and tens that you carry, what else? What, what is your wallet situation like? I have um, a what's called a secret ID wallet. Man, I, I knew you would have some complicated wallet that I don't understand. Can it's you not, can you show it to me? Do you have it nearby? Uh, it's if yeah. it's far away, don't worry about it. It's like ten steps away. Go grab it, Get, Bill. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, Paul, I, I will say I am just a bifold wallet man, as you might have guessed. I just right down the middle. I've never. I don't think I've ever owned anything but a bifold wallet. I don't respect a trifold wallet. I, that's a trifolding thing, that trifold wallet. That's pretty good, yeah. right? Good, Phil. But, yeah, I've never had a, anything interesting, any sort of like the just the money clip or the flip thing or the single fold wallet. So let's yeah. see what you've got here, Paul. Okay. Look, tell me if you can't see it. All right, so. Uh, let me move my. This is what okay, it, yep, I'm seeing it now. My small, kind of my small hand for scale. I've got a, I've got like a woman's medium glove hand, um, and then it opens up kind of like that, and then your cash is there's like this plastic divider, right that uh, comes. That out does like, not look like fifteen hundred dollars. It is. It is. Okay. One of those must be a thousand dollar bill. Um, and then so there's that, but this is the the fun, and then there's like places for like my ID and. CTA pad. The venture card, yeah, very nice. Uh, but the, so the only the good thing about it is this like metal part right here is an RFID blocker, and then there's like a little lever right here. Uh huh. And I flick this lever, and your card. Oh my god! And you just like slap, grab a card and a nice assortment of Chase credit cards. I see. Thank you so much. Do they like yell at you if you don't have like three Chase credit cards in your wallet when you get to work? <laughs> You would think they would give you like a discount on anything, like a little bit off your mortgage, or but they don't, uh, or like give you like an extra, like knock your APR down or something. Your account, but yeah, that's so. Like I saw a friend have this, and I'm such a dumb idiot that like once he did the card thing, I'm like, I better go get that. Um, It's really good. Yeah. So, secret ID guys, use promo code code Whitehair to get 15 percent off your first purchase. (laughs) How how thick would you say? Like, do you do you keep your wallet in your back pocket, or is that more of a side pocket wallet? I keep it in my front pocket. It does look like a front pocket wallet, which I've long thought. You hear people tell these horror stories about sitting on their wallet on like long drives, and then they just like their legs fall off and stuff. I had a coworker, um, Joe Savarino, who we went to, who was in law school a year below us, and his like you've seen the Costanza wallet episode, yeah, yeah. like that. I mean, it was I'm not shit like. You guys can't see in it, but it's like 
It's like six inches wide, basically. Let like, the record show with, that Paul thinks three inches is six inches. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but it had every, like, he had change, like, just change. Change? Not a, not a change. You know, like, some of those wallets have, like, change pockets. Like, that. Uh-huh. this was just sprinkled in the bike. <laughs> and he had, like, he had a bunch of casino cards. I'm like, when's the next time you're going to Toluca to use your, they, like, that fucking casino card membership? Uh, and just got like expired credit cards. And it was, and I asked him like, why don't you just go through it? And he refuses to this day. He got a new wallet because his wife made him, but just stuffed all the shit in it again. So it's like completely pointless. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I, I've never been particularly bad. I have, but like in the past couple of years, I've been like, I'm going to, I'm going to do the wallet diet and just really. Like you can put it, like you can have a box at home that some of this stuff goes in, and like you can really keep it and don't lose it. Yeah. But like, how much stuff do you really need on a day to day basis? It's not that much. Oh. There's better ways to back this stuff up than just like I'll just always have it for the one percent chance I need it one day out of a hundred. Yeah. the The reason is uh, that I like switched, and now it's not a big deal because I wear I mostly wear jeans to work. But, uh, when I was wearing like slacks, like it just didn't feel right, like in the, in the back pocket. Um, and I didn't like the look of it in the mm-hmm. back pocket. Um, so that's, that was not an interesting story, but more. No, 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 I, I, I definitely thought the same thing that like I feel like the, the better move, if you're being reasonable, is the front pocket wallet. It's, it's more secure. It's right there with your other stuff. It's probably not good to sit on a wallet for long periods of time, even. If it's not very thick. Like, do you have your wallet on you right now? One second. Guys, just, I'm going to ask John uh, while he gets up that what's in his wallet, because I want to know if he actually needs a big bifold wallet. I'm looking through mine, and I have my card. I've got a global uh, card, a Ventra, four you know, credit debit cards, and my gym membership, which I don't use. And that's basically it. Uh, what's in your wallet? I'm pretty sure uh, what's in your wallet is Capital One, so you just lost your fucking job, asshole. Um, I will first note that I, I like you, your wallet is very functional. I personally have a fashion wallet. Okay. For main priority, looking good. Yeah, because this, I think you will, this is not look great. Oh, it's the Rawlings baseball wallet, isn't it? It's not Rawlings. It's like a knockoff of the Rawlings baseball wallet, but it definitely is a wallet, a bifold wallet that looks like it has baseball stitches on it. That looks great. It looks I like love it. good feeling leather. Too. It is. It's very nice. It's very sturdy. And then this is my interior setup. I hate. I got the fucking driver's license window. That's fucking useless. No one in the world can look through that and read it. Right. And, but then it like it, like if I just had the same on both sides where I could just yank stuff out. Yeah. Then I'd be much better off. But either way, that's what I've got. And I've got several credit cards and debit cards and things. And then. Is there any so what would you get rid of? I will say to the to the podcast listeners that John it's not a thick it's not a very thick bifold wallet. It's right. not stuffed, nothing is spilling out. So it looks pretty streamlined. But I'm wondering if there's anything if you switch to like say say you switch to like a money clip or something, like a leather money clip or what would you have to ditch or what would you ditch? Honestly, so this is the 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 usefulness of this wallet is that in addition to the side to side like up and down things you can also stuff stuff in the back so i've got like my insurance card for like my car insurance and other things and then 
You keep your car insurance in your wallet and not in your car. I have one in my car and one in my wallet. Because you get two cards. How the other half lives. And well, You don't get two cards? I do. So what do you do with your second card? I don't know. It's probably fucking tossed around. So you just throw, you throw one in the trash and you put one in the car? I keep one in my wallet and one in the car. Okay. And then I've got like – so here's the real answer. I've got a library card. I haven't been to the library in quite a while. Take that out. I've got a debit card for a bank in Avon, Illinois. There's like $6 in that. What's that? The bank called? Tompkins State Bank. Oh, that wasn't exciting as I thought it was going to be. Some of those smaller ones have funny – sometimes have funny. Yeah. I also have a card for my credit union here, which sometimes – like that's like if I have to get cash, I can get cash from an ATM using that. So I could lose some of these cards. And then I probably don't need – I don't know. I don't have a lot of – I haven't had any dental emergencies recently. I could probably not carry my dental insurance card. And I don't prob- you usually have it? Like, oh, yeah, that's the other thing is they always just like, oh, we can just pull you up, and they pull it up. You're like, did your insurance change? I'm like, nope. I've also got an expired uh, ARDC card. I probably don't need to tell people that I was an attorney in I, I, Illinois I, 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 in 2018. Like, shoved it in somewhere. I also I don't know who I'm going to show that to in Minnesota who's going to be impressed. To be like, oh, you're an attorney in a different state. You're an expired membership. <laughs> Um, so I, I, but I don't, there's not a lot here. Um, let me also get your opinion. I've been thinking about doing, this was, this is not going to happen tonight. Uh, do you think, are you, do you, how much thought do you give to your, uh, credit card usage? You know, I'm, I'm trying to be better. Uh, for the longest time I was, I like, when I was in law school, I like racked up some credit card debt and then I paid it and I paid it off, you know, um, Mm -hmm when I got out. So I was like very, I'm always very wary of racking up credit card debt. So for the longest time, I'm like, I just basically use debit cards, but then everyone's like, why are you using debit card to like pay for this meal? Like you could rack up. Credit card. So I've been, I like went out the, like only a few months ago now and got a like credit card to do like points with mm-hmm. so and trying to do better with that. But I've still got like an aversion of it. Like I don't use it all. Like some people I've got friends that, Pay for like bills and stuff, bills, restaurants, booze, you know, shopping on Amazon, and they just use credit card for absolutely everything. I don't do that, um, but I realize the utility in it. I'm just worried about like, yeah. The utility only exists if you completely pay off all your balances every month because boy, does that evaporate quick once you pay one month's worth of interest charges. Right. Um, But yeah, I've been debating whether or not it would be even slightly interesting to talk about this on the show and i think the answer is probably no um but uh i i, I am curious as to I, I wonder like i feel like this is one of those things whenever we're talking in the whatsapp chain about some issue or some interesting article it it makes it so clear that we all think i think i suspect we all think of ourselves as like interesting and unique and then we find that boy are we just reading the same websites and re- following the same twitter accounts and doing the same things every day and like oh well, i'm the one who knows about like no we all fucking are interested in the same things and we all know everything as so i thought i bet like we never discussed this but i bet like everybody has like the same three credit cards in their wallet i do do you want me to tell you what i have yeah let's do it okay i've got uh a 
I first of all, my first credit card was a first financial bank card, which I think has like ninety like ninety five percent interest. It's terrible. It's the first. Yeah, don't use that. Huh? Yeah. I but, don't uh, use that. I, I just don't close it out because you know it's like length of time and yeah, they always say that's we're much better off with just putting like your water bill on it or something. I've got that a Chase Freedom. Uh, which, I also have a Chase Freedom, which I don't really use anymore. And this is my new one. This is the Chase Sapphire Reserve. I knew that's where you're going to there, yeah. Um, which I I've liked so far. I mean, it's got the um, and this is probably boring, but it's got. Like, no, this, we're we're just doing it. There's no more complaining. We're just talking about I, credit cards. I have an annual fee, but you get like I. It's pretty easy to make that up. Like you immediately get like a hundred dollars or something like that in travel credits, and then like. Uh, it's you fifty percent more if you book like using your points through Chase, like to book like a flight or something like that. So if you have a hundred thousand points, it's one hundred fifty thousand points. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you book through their site and stuff, and there's some like other like you get uh, they'll pay for your global entry fee, which is like one hundred fifty bucks. Um, so it's like pretty easily to you can pretty and you get airport you priority pass like those lounges, those airport. Mm-hmm. So you get that as well. So like it makes up it you know comes close to making up for like yeah if you do significant travel it's not hard to which i any more than can but you don't i felt like i feel like for a while there you were in like seven weddings in seven corners of the united states every year that has slowed down we are going to on our second anniversary we're going to cleveland illinois or jesus cleveland ohio so pretty i think i might rather go to cleveland illinois what's what are you going to go do in cleveland ohio probably we're going to she's going to see some xm radio host uh, uh, what is what on earth does that mean? Like, so I don't know, some talk show host that she's listened to. Her so is we're it going, Howard Stern. No, it's her name is Taylor Strecker or something like that. Okay. Um. So she that's why we're going, and then she's like, we're going with another couple, her friends, and uh, she's like, the Browns are playing Sunday. Do you want to go to that game? And I'm like, amazing. I hope they're we're in the thick of the season now. Maybe it's Steelers. Maybe it's Ravens. What's the worst game you could think? Maybe not anymore, but at the time, what's the worst game? So this would have been a month ago that we like. Are they playing the Dolphins? They are playing the Miami Dolphins. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but the, we are going to Italy in May for her cousin's wedding. So that, that might be a better trip, you think? A better trip. So slightly better than Browns, Dolphins, and an XM radio host in Cleveland. I think you might have more fun in Italy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it it sounds like a good trip, but either way, it sounds like you're you're hopefully between all of these things, you're going to do plenty of travel and you're going to get all your uh, like rack up your points stuff like that. So at least like we can get a flight at some point out of it. Yeah. So. Are you a point? Are you a points guy? Do you? Uh, I don't travel. I've looked at the math. I don't travel enough to make it work. Yeah. I also suspect I've never applied for. Uh, the high-end chase cards, I suspect they would say that my income was too low and they were not interested. But I am a person who tries to run... If I buy something and I am not getting points or cash back for it, something went wrong. Gotcha. So you, I have a city double cash card. Okay. This is the fallback for everything. This is 2% on anything. So... I should never spend money and not get 2% back on it. And then we've got the Chase Freedom card we discussed. That's got the rotating categories. Yep. Now, it's the end of the year. End of every fucking year, they fuck you on those categories. Oh, yeah. And it's like, uh, 
I think this year is like Chase Pay and something else bullshit. But like other quarters, it's like gas stations and stuff. And then five percent back at gas stations is fantastic. At the end of the year, they do fucking. They're like, they're like five percent off at cheeky lounges. <laughs> And they're like, by the way, we have a very strict definition of tiki lounges. Exactly. Steve's tiki lounge, not a tiki lounge. Yeah. Don't even try it. <laughs> um, I have a uh, Target red card debit card that gets 5% back at and Target. That, do you have to load it up or is it linked to your... It is linked to my debit card. They also do a they do a proper credit card as well, but um, I... I did the debit card instead because it, it just – You don't have to do like a credit thing. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, just, it just pulls the money from my uh, like checking account. I might actually well, – we don't go to Target enough, but – Yeah, I go to Target a lot. Yeah. And so that was just like 5% back there. And then I also ha- – I don't have – I don't carry it because it's not useful. I have an Amazon Prime uh, card that gets 5% back in Amazon. It's literally like you literally can't use it anywhere except for Amazon.com. Gotcha. So there's no reason for it to be in my wallet. And then this is the embarrassing one. And this is the one that's breaking everything. Don't be like Judgy. I have the terrible, shitty Uber Visa card. Why? Because, and now again, everything, this whole thing fucking broke down like a week and a half ago. Until recently, this card was fucking amazing. This card is 4% back at restaurants and bars and 3% back on hotels, flights, and rental cars. And then not so good on anything else. But those are like, especially at that point, as you can see, I'm getting into a very significant portion of my spending that is better than the 2%. Right. And then I just get cash back on all these things. But I got an email, I think like last week, Uber Visa is like, we fucked up. We can't be giving you guys all these refunds. And so starting in like May, they've announced that it's only going to be 3% at restaurants and bars, and they're cutting something else back too. And you can't get cash back. You can only get Uber cash back, which is money that can only be spent in the Uber app. That's awesome. And I was like, well, I'll literally never use that card again. Great. So I've got it until May. but Does it have an annual fee or anything? Uh, none of the cards I have have an annual fee. Gotcha. So, I, again, I mean, 4% on restaurants and bars and 3% on travel was fantastic for a no annual fee card. Sure. But it isn't going to be that anymore. And so I'm literally never going to use it again once that changes. But I also, I, it sucked because I don't like Uber. They're bad people. They're in the news today for being bad people just today. John supports Uber. Yeah. I, I, I didn't love it, but I was like, honestly – are any of these big banks a city my good friend i'm so happy to use them probably not i'm just trying to get my damn cash back at a right. good rate and they decided to even take that from me so i lowered myself and you see where it got me so i guess i shouldn't have done it i should have just stuck with uh what was that shitty credit card with 90 percent interest that you got from your local bank yeah that's the credit that's the only card i should carry have a website and when i barely <laughs> have a website it's like it's basically got like the spinning globe from the early nineties. <laughs> you have to use Netscape Navigator or it won't load. It's got these every time you log in, it's got like the you've seen it where it's like identify your personal picture and it's like they're like it's like a mine is a cartoon basketball. Because <laughs> you like basketball, that's actually great. I don't know how I remember. <laughs> what sports do I like? Oh basketball. This is my account. I'm doing good. Yeah. Like one time you get on there, it's like the fucking 
the crossbar. Like, oh, I've been hacked. It's you, terrible. I don't even think you can call them. I'm not sure they have a line, like a line. <laughs> I think it's just some guy. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Who's this? Oh, Paul, I remember you. I think I approved you. You got like a $730 credit limit. That's right. Okay, yeah. Let me look up your account. You're one of the other nine idiots in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else using this card is using it for scams, and they've got fake names on it. But I think you're legit, right? I don't have any fraud prevention tools, so that's why the criminals use it. <laughs> we don't check anything. I just every the moment the transaction comes through, I have to push enter. So I'm just doing it as fast as I can all day long. <sighs> so I tell you, I tell you, I think the credit card segment went better than I thought. Uh, feel free, let us know uh, how in the comment section you know let us know what cards you have every like i'm pretty sure i held up paul and i held up all of our cards towards the camera so if anybody is hacking the stream we're definitely going to be fucked on that one we probably shouldn't have done it but uh and also if you want to get some more cards you can get the cards we recommend and also i need if anybody out there smarter than me i need a fucking uh restaurant slash bar credit card by may the I've been looking at the, so they've got the, the Capital One. It's got the Saver and the Saver One. Yeah. Uh, Saver has better. I think the, I think they might still be four percent on restaurants and bars, but they do have like a hundred dollar annual fee. And then when you do the numbers, it's like that extra percent is nice. But as soon as you have to eat a hundred dollars a year, it's hard to make it back up. I think the Saver one does 3%, and they'll actually give me cash back, unlike Uber, who says I can have gift cards to use in their fucking Uber app, which is not exactly useful. Um, but if anybody's got any recommendation, if somebody has, I think I think Bill has the Saver one. But if anybody has any uh, recommendations on that, we'd be more than happy to hear them. Uh, Paul, tell me about your, what would your ideal credit card be? What would your special uh, categories be? Like To be honest, it wouldn't be... Restaurants and bars are where I spend so much of my Same. money. I mean, yeah. yeah, way too much. Um, but also, if there was one for like a category that was like shit you absolutely don't need that you buy off the internet, uh, that, that would be very like that would get I'd get a lot of points back on that one. Uh, I just bought Rebecca because we're going to the Cleveland game. This Cleveland Browns like rugby jersey thing, uh, which she'll I'm sure she's gonna hate. I'm just <laughs> sure she's gonna hate it. Um, but I bought that because I don't think she had anything, and I didn't. I didn't want her to have to wear my Browns RG3 jersey. Oh, so sad. So, which I got as a guy. I didn't go buy an RG3 Browns jersey. I, I, I thought, especially with the cheap jerseys people get on China. I thought maybe Paul yeah. just like yeah. the night they signed him, he had, he had to be like a Friday, and he was pretty drunk, and then Super Bowl, and then he's just doing it. That uh, it is a one of the knockoff Chinese ones, and it is like obvious. It's an XL, but it is for someone that is I don't know 165 pounds. I mean, it's it might be for RG3. It, they, like, <laughs> they just saw them and they're like, "This is about his dimensions. We'll just make it this size, one size fits all, <laughs> body size. One size fits all RG3. So no matter what you put down, that's what you're gonna get. Yeah. So, but yeah, like dumb. I buy a lot of just dumb shit. Um, that I ended up not needing. How about you? What would it be? Mm, I would like. I, I I'm gonna be. I, obviously, you would want something crazy and impossible. But it's like I would like a card very focused on my needs. So like, if I could get a really good rate 
on like if I buy a veggie burger at the cafeteria at my job, I can get 50% cash back. <laughs> Stuff like that. And so like it's it, otherwise it's a shitty card. Yeah. But like I can just hammer that so hard cuz like every day I don't bring my lunch, I have no other options. And although I guess that'd be bad because then like I've actually been really good about taking a lunch. Yeah. Because I don't want to go buy the fucking veggie burger or go to Subway. Yeah. And those are that's like it if I don't do it. So maybe I I would probably be like I guess like it's only four bucks to get the veggie burger because of my sweet cash back now and I'd probably just be more willing to do it. So maybe I should want I I need the card that only gets you discounts on like uh buying food that you take to work for lunch and then buying shit in the Pokemon Go app. <laughs> and then because those are the good things I do in my life, and so it would encourage me to do that. On that, so if it was that kind of criteria, it like very specific, it would be for me. It would be um, buying wine or um, bourbon that I won't drink for several that will <laughs> for several years because I think that they're it's too they're too nice to drink on a weeknight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I just won't open. I'll get like a bottle on sale or something like that. That uh, sometimes Benny has Benny's has like end of Ben sales, so I'll buy. I'll buy them at like 50% off. Uh, but then I will like, I use my app to scan them to see how much they were or like how much they are. And it'll say like $40. And I'm like, oh, that's too, that's too nice for a bottle to drink. <laughs> so it'll just sit in my wine rack for five years. Uh, or like bourbon. I, I really only drink, uh, the really nice stuff. Like if you guys are here, like if someone's here to drink it with me, mm-hmm. I don't drink it enough just by myself at home, which I probably should. But if I could get 50% cash back on that it would be it would be worth it i think this is a good angle where you could like you line up the purchases that aren't so frequent that you're just scamming the system but that hurt you so much you're like why did i I should literally never spend money or or like i need to be encouraged to spend money on this because i won't do it but that that high percent because it can't be five percent right it's got to be you're going to 50 percent or oh more real like you're gonna get 25 percent on it or something like that yeah this is a great, like, I, I feel like you have some connections. I think in a lot of ways, this is at least half my idea. If you could, like, run this up the ladder, let them know about our good idea. Like, maybe they could put our name on the card. I will, I'll, I'll talk us a lot of money. And I'm like, hey, I missed your 60 Minutes thing yesterday. <laughs> I, I will watch it, but. But I didn't have time today, even though I didn't go to work, even though I know I, I guess I was supposed to, even though it was a holiday. Exactly. But we've got a really great idea, and we'll sell it for a million dollars now it's only a million dollars now and also this is like a celebrity endorsement do you know this guy johnny like he does the podcast where they call people and tell them they're addicted to they're allergic to mayonnaise it's a really good podcast so you're gonna want to get on board really funny with it uh crank calls you know actually that might be it too i think that we, there's three big differences between us. The two we walked through already. Yeah. And then the third is that you are allergic to mayonnaise and I am addicted to mayonnaise. <laughs> and so we're just the like polar opposites there. I can't get enough and you can't have any. That's why this works. <laughs> Paul, this has been a great time. Do you oh. have anything you'd like to plug? Do I have anything? Um, I have been um, rewatched, you know, I think it's the, the show needs a lot of attention because it hasn't gotten any. Been rewatching Veep. Guys, I want to get it out there. 
watch Veep. It didn't win any awards during its time or run, so you're going to want to definitely watch it. I never got into uh, to Veep. I, I probably should. I, I feel like I would definitely enjoy it. You definitely would. Uh, it's got some. Re- it's got some of the best like put downs that I've of, of any show that I've ever heard in my whole life, um, and just terrific writing. So it sounds great. We're all going to watch Veep. The other thing we're all going to do. My plug. Uh, I recently. I don't know how it happened, but I was wearing a shirt, as I often do, and then I was at work. And I noticed right in the elbow, I had like a tiny little hole. And I was like, what happened to my shirt? This sucks. I must have caught it on something. I don't know what happened. And then uh, several days went by. And then I was wearing the shirt again. And I was like, that tiny hole has gotten a little bit bigger. Soon, my shirt will be ruined. And I really liked the shirt, so I was very sad. And so I did some Googling. And people were like, hey, they make these iron-on patches. Buy an iron-on patch. And I was like, sounds hard, but I'll try it anyway because I don't want to throw my shirt away. And so I went to Target and I got 5% back on my like $1.30 purchase of five very small dark blue and black iron-on patches. And then I turned the sleeve inside out and I cut one of the patches into like a quarter of it. And I ironed it on there really well. And it's been fucking working great. I think I saved my shirt. And you uh, can't really tell? It, no, it, it's it, it's helpful that this shirt is like dark blue and black. Okay. It's, it's like a plaid shirt, and then so I put like the dark blue, uh, and I, I I put it on the inside of the sleeve, not yeah. the outside. But it, it's holding together really well, and you can't really notice it. And I think it's gonna. I think I'm gonna. I think the shirt will die of a different death. I think something else will take this shirt down. That's beautiful. What a great plug. What a great. Yeah, so like if this happens to you. Like I think I know that part of why this has worked is because it was in like the perfect spot, and it's not like near a seam, which is obviously the easiest way for you to damage your shirt. Yeah, which was kind of a flukishly good way to hurt my shirt, as far as repairing it with an iron-on patch. But if your needs align with mine, you might have a good time with an iron-on patch too. Great tip. Yeah, great tip, and a uh, great show. Thank you so much, Paul. I had a fantastic time with you tonight. John, what an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. You're welcome, everybody. 